Gwon, Gwon, what's happening, yo? What's up? It's bad by their conversations. Chick chat, go off, chin wag. Welcome to another episode of Bat Body Conversations and we're here again. Uh, welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time zone you're in. We're Zoto Zoto Kushi, Afne Kaiso. Okay, Baisab, uh, Scott, I'm the kid that school. What are we doing today? Yeah, what are we doing today? Um, so today we're going to take a look at... Um, uh, take a taste of some chocolates from Britain and America, and then we will um, hear a little bit from uh, the Zabur, and God's uh, word through the Psalms, and um, then we're going to have a, another guest that we have with us. He's going to share a little bit. Fantastic. Don't know that. And uh, let's get uh, into it. So uh, we'll be tasting chocolate, but just before we get into tasting chocolate, we'll be talking about Dutia adverts. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'll introduce you the first advert. So this advert came out in 1991 and it's a crunchy advert and uh, I don't know if you guys remember this advert. Basically, it's 91 and the whole advert is in com computer animation mm -hmm. and one thing that stuck out with, with me for, the, for this advert is it's a 1991, it's a state-of-the-art CGI and it was just an experience just to watch it. So, uh, do you want to say anything about this advert or what's in this advert, Crunchy Advert 1991? What stuck out for you? Um, for me, it was pretty cool the way they kind of morphed the chocolate all together into different um, scenes or um, things. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a great um, person for advertisement because I rarely get excited about what's being advertised. Um, but it's always fun to see milk chocolate moving around and and makes it makes you want a little bit of chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, and also what's really interesting is that <coughs> advert is thirty seconds, and there's so much in this advert. So, crunchy is like um, one of the taglines with crunchy is that at the end it's like that Friday feeling, and it's like it's like a Friday chocolate. Mm. So when I think of crunchy, it, I think about they are marketing it at a nine to five. Uh, working people so nine to five and the Friday presumably uh, we're talking about 1991 it's the end of the week it's time to relax time to chill out and uh, it's time to have a chocolate so it's something to look forward to so the advert is kind of saying something to look forward to and when you have that experience of looking forward to when you're happy there's like there's a scene with a dog chasing its tail so when a dog is chasing its tail or wagging uh, it's excited. Um, there's a there's a scene where I'm sure uh, there's a a surfing figure ch uh, s surfing and like when you look at surfing you see like it's something quite cool. Mm. So I think it's saying it's kind of a cool thing to eat. Um, uh, is there a roller coaster scene in there? I remember. Uh, well, there's definitely a hot air balloon. Uh, yeah. I thought See, maybe that was a rugby ball when it started. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it turned into. A... Yeah, so so there's a hot air balloon. So hot air balloon. I'm thinking like, um, it's an experience. You don't go hot air ballooning every day, and it's you're on top of the world. It's exciting, and it's kind of saying when you have a crunchy, 
it's like a top of the world experience. You, you, something to behold. Um, I'm sure there's one other thing, and it's also an explosive. It's in your face at the end. It smashes into you. It's three D almost. So it's kind of saying it's explosive. It's fun. You'll enjoy it. Uh, but any other thoughts? Do you remember? I just, it? Yeah, I do. It was one of my favourite chocolates. So I think they could have had anything in that advert, and I, it'd have made me think happy thoughts. But yeah, there's a real party atmosphere in there, isn't there? There's like uh, music playing and people all enjoying themselves and. Yeah, and yeah, I hadn't thought about the fact that it was nineteen ninety one, so it was actually quite a quite a modern advert. It's really. very modern, and it shows Cadbury's got the money. Cadbury gets it for chance. It has the money. It has the power to throw out something, throw at uh, thirty seconds of CGI. They cost mm. millions, mm. but it shows Cadbury has the power to to do amazing advert. And I, I was at, let's say I'm thirty six, came out ninety one. I would be around four five. It stuck with me. Uh, there is another one. There is another crunchy advert. Uh, uh, it's based on a roller coaster and going to the moon. So it's basically saying, uh, if you have a crunchy... Uh, I'm not saying this in a negative sense, but just an observation. It's saying, if you have a crunchy, it's at this planet experience. It's basically a roller coaster, then the roller coaster becomes a rocket, and it goes to the moon. Mm. So anyway, that's a different advert. Okay, let's uh, do the tasting. So how would you describe the wrapper... shiny isn't it it's pretty it draws your attention we'll have our american friend taste it first have you ever tasted I have, i've never had a crunchy bar i didn't even know they existed uh, t- tell us the texture the taste um so it's got texture like taste just a little bit of chocolate around was it is a honeycomb is that yep. what you said it was yeah it sounds like it must be why it's crunchy talk us through uh what you mm. what you feeling? Are you having this Friday feeling? <laughs> uh, by the way, when I'm saying that, I'm not mocking. Uh, that. Um, uh, it's just uh, what it is. Uh, I, I appreciate the adverts. I appreciate the taste. Ooh, t- t- talk us through it. What's the texture first? Yeah, it is crunchy. That's a good name for it. <laughs> um, I like I like candy bars that have a little bit of crunch in them. So that's nice. Mm. Um, it's almost like uh, in America you have um, toffee that, that they make either soft or hard. And there's a few hard ones that taste like that. But it's, yeah, it's, it's light. You're not having to chew too hard with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good combination, I think. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I've had it, though, so now I can have another experience. Yeah, just to, just to uh, it is a participatory uh, podcast. If you really want to experience the crunchy oh it's on youtube the advert crunchy 1991 uh, and by the way uh do pause the podca- podcast if you want to and go to the convenience store and join in the fun and get some chocolate because you might be kind of awkward listening us talk about chocolate and eating chocolate anyway uh, dan Baisab, afna thoughts oh uh, well i've got a real sweet tooth so crunchies are really sweet so it ticks the box there i love crunchy food so it's got that crisp crunch. So, you know, it is one of my favourites. So. Brilliant. I love the crunchy. Okay, we're going to change gear. We're going to go across the pond to uh, America Chocolate. Base up. Yeah, so I brought um, a couple of different ones. One is uh, a very well-known. And one is um, just one that I found. I didn't, I didn't know it was available until the last time I went back to the States. 
So do you have a chair? Uh, just one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll try. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you this. It is a. Um, I don't know how to best hand it to you. It's a little sticky. It's sticky, yeah. I I brought it back from the states. It's a. It's what, a remind me of the name again, sorry. Um. Yeah, the name sorry. of the. I I got this at a. Um. It actually is at. What do you guys call it? Petrol station. Uh, very famous in the Midwest where I'm from, called Casey's. And they have a very big convenience store um, attached to all of their gas stations. And so I'd not seen this before, but they had made, they started making their own chocolate. And so I actually haven't tried it either, but um, um, I thought I'd bring it back just because it's a little different than um, the brand names that you normally get. So on first impressions, um, it's a bit more darker, I think, compared, is there a bit more dark chocolate in this compared to... A, uh, regular milk chocolate. I think it's a little bit darker. Maybe. Mm. I can t- feel like I can taste a lot more cocoa. Yes, yeah, it. yeah. Mm. A lot more cocoa. Uh, what What's the wrapper look like? What is the... Wrapper's <laughs> got a little bit of caramel smashed on it. Okay. <laughs> it's bright red. just has the Casey's logo on it. Cool. So, um, Casey's... Anybody listening from uh, the Midwest and the U.S. would, would know what a Casey's is. Okay. Um, so they are, they're getting bigger and I think that's why they can maybe start affording to try their own chocolates. So I, I, I would say that's not the best American chocolate, but mm. it, uh, it's popular and it's well known. Yeah. Okay. And probably because it's a little bit more generic, it'd be like a, a cheaper version of things that people would afford. Cool. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go into another chocolate bar. Uh, we won't name the bar just yet, but we're just going to talk about this advert. So there are quite unusual things about this advert. So basically, the advert we were talking about before, it's dish seconds, 30 seconds. And this advert is triple the amount. Uh, and I first came... And by the way, it was on TV and on cinema as well. So, But this advert was on TV and cinema. So when it's on a cinema, I expect a Lampa uh, advert, a longer advert. But this is unusual. It's... It's... Hun- uh, it's one minute, 30 seconds, but on TV. To have a, a TV advert that long is very unusual. Uh, and again, it's a Cadbury's one. Uh, I'll let it leak there. And uh, every second, I'm assuming it costs money. So to have three times the amount in one hit, uh, they've got a lot of money to throw. Um, so, yeah, so this advert is a gorilla drumming. Uh, I first came across this advert, Cinema Bitre seen it on TV and one thing was unusual about it it was uh, literally a gorilla drumming uh, what do you guys make of it and the hours that must have gone in to train the gorilla to play the drums <laughs> <laughs> astounding yeah. but it's, it's a great it's a popular song yeah it was um, I haven't come across this song before who is it tell me I don't know I'm buzzing I'm buzzing make me understand a guy called Phil Collins, I think, from mm-hmm. a band called Genesis, who, mm-hmm. were, who were very big in the 80s, in the, in the 80s. Um, and I'm a, I don't, do you know, I don't remember if it was when he was on a single kick or if he was, if yeah. it was Genesis, but I love that song too. And, yeah. Um, uh, Calling in the air tonight, in the air tonight is what it's called. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I remember it causing quite a stir when it first came out because. What what what? Why do you, what was the at that time? Well, because it's it is such a long advert and there's very little happening in it. For the first, I don't know, thirty seconds, it's just a gorilla sort of kind of composing himself, like you know, very sort of almost looking quite emotional and you know getting ready to. He's feeling the music, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting the zone. Yeah, he's getting in the zone to really smash these drums. But yeah, no, I, I remember it being quite, a, quite a stir, causing quite a stir when it mm. first came out, just because of the length and you know, must have been a lot of money gone into it. Mm. Again, uh, Cadbury, and I say this not nece- necessarily in a negative sense, is again, Cadbury got a lot of money mm. because first of all, they're throwing mm. one minute thirty seconds yeah. into it, and secondly. They're so confident. What I mean by that is literally <coughs> gorilla drumming very well, uh, in my in my opinion. Yeah. But what's really interesting, it's got nothing to do with chocolate. Yeah. And what's really uh, audacious or confident or brave, it's got nothing to do with chocolate. But you could imagine, it came out in 97, mm. you could imagine going into the office or going to meet a friend and, and talking about it. Oh, hey, do you remember this weird advert and it's just a gorilla? Mm. And it, it, what it, it creates conversations and that's what Dairy Milk, uh, I've said it now, mm. uh, Dairy Milk was um, planning in the boardroom. They want mm. you to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it did its job. They want you to talk about it, how weird or wonderful or I like that song, I didn't like that song. That gorilla was fantastic. Zoto Balakala playing the drum. They just want you to talk about it. So what they're doing, it's almost like artistic in my opinion. It's like, we're so confident. We're going to throw this out, confuse the community, and we're just going to get dairy. At the end, it's just as dairy milk. Mm. And I think it's just really clever in the sense that we know we have power uh, in the the advertisement Mm -hmm. uh, sector. So that's, that's what came across to me. In the line in the song that leads up to the end of the advert, when you see the chocolate bar, is is I've been waiting for this moment all of my life. It's kind of like. <laughs> is that part of the song? Is it? Yeah, it's part of the song. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, he says that line just before they show the rapper at the end. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's a dairy milk. Um, a few things I want to say about dairy milk. Uh, personally, it's my go-to chocolate. It's uh, it's no messing. Uh, the logo is glass and a half and and it's all body uh, compared to the crunchy I would say I'm a little bit disappointed but I shouldn't be because crunchy exactly tells you what it is because I want more chocolate and crunchy but in the advert it shows there's a golden bar of honeycomb as a light thin chocolate so it crunchy does what it does but for me a dairy milk a DM not direct message a DM a dairy milk does exactly uh, what I want, and um, that's my uh, Friday chocolate. Bicep, uh, have you ever tried a dairy milk? Yes. Yes. Do you have a taste and tell okay. me any vibes? And Bicep, uh, you tell me a vibe. I just have a sense that dairy milk are, is a winner winner. It's one of those feelings where Charlie and the chocolate factory, when the little boy gets that chocolate golden ticket. And he's always wanted it. It's like, it reminds me of this wanting, satisfying. It doesn't do any, no other chocolate hits the spot. Uh, other other brands doesn't hit. For me, mm. dairy mm. milk. Mm. 
It's sweeter than the um, the American one. Mm. I, I don't um, know if I'm right in thinking British chocolate seems to melt a lot quicker in heat than American mm. chocolate does. That could be. And I wondered if it's something to do with the climate in America, because obviously you get much hotter mm. summers. Oh, Brit you take British Cadbury's over to America, it'd just be, it'd be a milkshake <laughs> you know, on, a, on a summer's day. So I wonder if climate has something to do with how... how I think you may be hitting a good point there. I think you have might be hitting Yeah, so uh, it's, uh, I, I have no problems with dairy milk. It's just a standard... Uh, I just want to mention a few honourable mentions. Um, flake. It's, ve it's very flaky. It's very messy. There might be more chocolate on the floor and the clothes, but it's nice. Yeah. Have you noticed that uh, flakes are much more smaller in an ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, basically, one better than a flake is a twirl. Basically, it is a flake, but it's more... Uh, you're going to eat it, it's not going to go everywhere. Mm. Twirl. Uh, and, uh, and a few other ones are... A galaxy, I find it a bit too creamy, but it's nice. But yeah. Okay, we're gonna switch gear to another chocolate American chocolate. <coughs> yeah, this is um, uh, the the big name in chocolate in America is Hershey, mm -hmm. and so uh, Christmas time. Uh, I mean, they have them all year long, but at Christmas time especially, they do something called kisses, which they're not in Britain at all, um, but they um, just have a drop of chocolate. And um, it looks kind of like a, I don't know, like the hat of an elf or something. Um, but if you want to try it, it's um, right there in front of you. And you can, you can tell me this would be like probably the, the top brand of chocolate in the U.S. anyway. Yes. It looks like a, a tear. How would you describe the shape of it? Chocolate chip. Oh, cho yeah, giant chocolate chip. There you go, that's probably good. A giant chocolate yeah. Again, I have a sense the American taste palette, they prefer more of a dark chocolate or more cocoa content mm. compared to a, a London-y, British, English chocolate. They do have... Um, when I was a kid, what you just had, that was the only kind they had. Now they have every... Different kind of combination that you can imagine: white chocolate, peppermint, strawberry filling, peppermint chocolate, dark chocolate. Yeah, so it's it's interesting how much they've added to it, but that's still probably the um, uh, what most people would think is as the best American chocolate. I mean, that's my assumption. Um, I might get into trouble being American, but I think the chocolate in uh, England's better. Cadbury, I think, is better than Hershey overall. But um, obviously, as, as I'm not a small person, you can tell I enjoy chocolate from any place. <laughs> okay, thank you, Scott. We got the time is running on. We just have to blast two more chocolates really quickly uh, because um, time's running on. Okay, this is a Turkish chocolate uh, from Turkey, uh, and uh, the wrapper uh, I'm colorblind. It is red, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's from Turkey. Uh, I'm just gonna spell out the name. Because uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. So, C with a squiggly C at the bottom. I K O L A T A. And I could probably say the top bit. Olka. It's a little square shape. It's lal red. 
and uh, it's chocolate uh, splashing in dud milk. Um, so what's the vibe? It's uh, pretty creamy. For yeah. Can I? Is that hazelnut? I can taste in there as well. Mm. There's a lot I of. See any picture of? Mm. It does feel like there's something more with it. Let me have a look. It just says peanuts, nuts, and egg products uh, may contain. Right. Not explicitly. No. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This 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 one is a lot creamier. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna throw it's some sp spanner in the works. Are you ready, guys? Uh, my meman Scott and Dan don't are not aware of this, but yeah. So this is a spanner in the works, and um, tell us about uh, this product. What do you see? Extreme chili, dark chocolate from the chili farm. Dark, smooth, proper hot. And is um, okay to open? where is it from? Where is it from? South Devon. So we have chocolate uh, from South Devon, uh, from a chili farm. So it's chocolate and. Um, Chili. By the way, just for clarification, we're not trying this mainly for the extreme heat. Uh, we're just trying it for chocolate and the chili, not like the heat and blowing your head off. It's mm. more of just chocolate and can it work? I have tried it, but I've forgotten what it tastes like. So can chili and chocolate work? I know uh, homla and chocolate work, orange and chocolate. Mm. Uh, tell us about this. Uh, so so it, it is a dark chocolate. Mm. Uh, from South Devon and in my mind um, chilli morris and chocolate they don't belong mm -hmm. in my mind so I've all it's not my go-to chocolate it's not my something that I would run to but I'll give you an exploration but I know uh, in honey in food uh, they put dark chocolate in chilli con carne uh, but this would be the perfect one because it's got chilli in it, in the chilli con carne. So yeah, uh, Sab, talk to us, tell me, tell me, tell me. Zemoza, I like that. Yeah. I always like spicier things and it's, it's, a, it's an interesting combination. It's all creamy chocolate, good chocolate, and then it kind of bites you with the spice. It's an interesting combination. Mm -hmm. I've had the lint chilli chocolate before. Mm -hmm. Which I do like, but that is much chillier. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I, I do really like that as well. That's, that's yeah. got a, it has got a surprising kick for a chocolate. <laughs> yeah. But it's got it, it leaves quite a nice chilly sort of tingly sensation around your mouth. Mm. And not overwhelming, but actually quite pleasant. Well, it's really interesting that you mentioned lint. So lint is another chocolate bar I would describe as really, really. Uh, top of the range chocolate mm. um because the adverts are like chefs and like in white and you, they've got a whisk and they've got a bowl and they're making stuff but i first came across chili chocolate in poland i was in the supermarket and i saw lint chocolate and i said to myself i'm not buying that it's got morris in it anyway mm. it might have to grow on me but uh yeah it's interesting to explore okay we're done with chocolate and uh, we're gonna change here into a new direction, uh, well, a different direction. So we're going to look at uh, something from the Bible. Uh, Vaisab, uh, what are we going to look at? 
So we're going to take uh, just a, a small uh, few verses out of uh, Psalm 34 from the Zabur. This is a psalm of King David. And uh, just to give context for it, he had, he had been anointed to become king, but there was still a king in power, and that king was trying to kill him. And so he basically ran off by himself and went to the enemies of the Israelites. And he found himself in front of the, the king of the Philistines, and um, the only defense he had was to act crazy. And so, yeah. So in acting crazy, the the Philistine king was like, well, this guy's not a threat to me, and he sent him away. And so David um, writes this psalm, um, kind of thanking the Lord for, for saving him. And it's interesting um, how he... he uh, describes um, how he feels in the, in that moment. And so I'm just going to read um, Psalm 34. I'm going to read verses 6 to 10. Uh, so this is David writing. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. Lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So the, uh, the, the part that always um, gets quoted amongst um, Christian folks is the taste and see that the Lord is good. And um, I think that's a, uh, a really neat um, image for us. It's, it's the, the entreaty to say, um, you know, just stop and realize how wonderful this God is and know how good he is. Like, like we've been enjoying the taste of the sweet chocolates and we know right away that we like it. Um, and um, David is saying, you know, in that moment he realizes just how wonderful God is. He saved him from basically he had no power in anything. And, and God saved him. Yeah, uh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I completely agree that, that taste and see the Lord is good. It really uh, sticks out in um, in the imagery and the metaphor sense. And uh, yeah, you just uh, tasting is believing and um, tasting is one of your senses. And uh, I've tasted the Lord and seen his good uh, uh, through the scriptures, through the work of Jesus on mm -hmm. the cross. And, uh, and sometimes uh, God's working through his Holy Spirit and guiding and uh, taken care of me and uh, I've taken refuge in that and uh, yeah you just have to explore and uh, see how good God is uh, and we're gonna change gear again and we're gonna look further into tasting and seeing the Lord is good in a spiritual sense uh, Dan uh, could you say one or two things about how you've tasted the Lord and, and he's good yeah um... <clears throat> So for me, um, I think as a young person, um, I was observing my parents' faith and seeing that actually, you know, they put a lot of effort and time into following him and they saw him as being good and worth following. And, and for me, I suppose, um, I, I really appreciate that and, and, and you know, and I enjoyed it, but actually for me, it, it wasn't until I really had that own personal
personal relationship and tasting it for myself um, that I realised that um, God is good, that he can be trusted. Um, I think for me, um, growing up, um, I was able to, I, I had the privilege of seeing lots of very broken lives um, transformed when they came into contact with, with God um, and putting their putting their hope in Jesus and um, you know these were people that were really like going down a path of destruction I mean two guys I can think of particularly and now 30 years later both of them are still you know like they've, both, they've got families they're, they're serving God and they're, and they're living for him and their lives are completely different um, I, I remember seeing you know walking in and seeing my dad on his knees and 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 just seeing how he put his his hope in in God, and um, that was the most important thing to him. But for me, um, started to realise when um, as I, as I got older, I lost we, I lost my mum when I was tw uh, twelve years old, and just for me knowing that I could really um, trust God during that time, and, and actually the faith that and the hope that I had in Him gave me real peace that. Um, my mum had gone to be in heaven in in a better place because because she she was a, a follower of Jesus as well. Amen. Um, but just throughout my life, um, there's been so many moments in the small and the big where God has been faithful, and despite the mistakes that I've made, despite the times when I've not done things in the way that probably God would have wanted me to. He's always been there, there for me, um, and and just so many times when uh, I've really um, looked to him for help, he's guided me, and he's he's answered my prayers. You know, in in all the big decisions. So you know, when I was when I was deciding whether to ask my wife to marry me, he gave real confirmations in that um, about whether whether. Um, should have children at that particular time and saying God is now a good time and then just kind of that day had a had a, a really random experience with a guy so I run a homeless football team and he was he was having a difficult time and um, I remember that day I prayed for him um, his brother had been hit by a car and he was in a coma and, and he was in bits and I prayed for him and whilst I was praying for him um, he just started to experience God in a very real way which I've not really seen anyone um, that happened before. And um, whilst we were praying, somebody rang up and said, your brother's just come out of a coma. Um, and so I had this amazing experience. And he said, and he wasn't, he wasn't a believer, he was an alcoholic. And he prayed for me afterwards. And he said, that I don't know why, Dan, but I feel like I should pray that you will have beautiful children. And that very morning, I'd been praying and asking God, mm. God, now is now a good time to have children. Um, um, yeah, and I, I could tell you many different stories about where God has provided financially, he's guided us to to buying a house, um, to other things that probably don't seem significant, but mm. actually, um, because they're almost significant and they're so specific, it makes you think, you know, this really is God mm. taking an interest in my life and, and wanting me to bring him into every situation, so... Yeah, so just for me, the goodness of God is that he's not this distant, far-off entity that's kind of waiting to judge me. 
is actually a loving God that has given his life to bring me closer to him and he wants to be part of, of every minor and major detail of my life. Thank you, Dan. That's a really helpful and such a privilege to listen to stories like this. That is uh, Zoto Shundo's uh, beautiful and really encouraging. And uh, we'll come to a wrap uh, to this episode. Uh, don't know bad for listening and we hope to produce more episodes soon. Don't know bad. Take care. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. We're done. Uh, I'm not sure when, when we'll upload it, but we'll, we'll try. Thank you.